Welcome to another episode of the Supercharge Your Membership Show. And today I have my friend and amazing guest, Reverend Frances Faden. And we're going to dive into her story and her business and how this all started, how she's been able to use her own um, you know, intuition and, and what she helps people with to actually drive the decisions that she makes um, in her business. So welcome to the show, Frances. Thank you so much, Natalie. I'm so happy to be here and so excited to just share about all the possibilities. I love it. Yeah, and um, we should have done this a long time ago. I'm glad we're doing this now. So uh, for our audience listening or uh, watching the video, can you share a bit about who you are, uh, what it is that you do, and we'll just go from there. Sure, yeah. So... um... So I'm an interfaith minister, which means that I honor all different paths. And I have a kind of a special calling in that rather than having a church, I'm really called to work with creative entrepreneurs, spiritual creative entrepreneurs, people like you, um, people who are really wanting to do something different in the world, really make a difference, let their creative gifts come through. And so I have been doing intuitive work uh, for a long time, well over 25 years, working with people's chakras. My background is more in the healing arts. And whatever happened over time was that I started to be able to intuitively get messages from people's body, from their energy field. And I did it focused on health for a long time until I started to realize that our emotions and our energy are off balance way before something shows up physically. And I wanted to help people to actually prevent what was going on. So then I started focusing more on the energy and less on the physical stuff. And in that process, really wanted to help people step into. So rather than focusing on problems, I really wanted them to focus on their purpose, like why they're here. Because I believe that when you're connected and you're engaged to your purpose, to your higher self, whatever you want to call it, you're more naturally in a state of joy. You're more naturally in that state of love, which is very difficult to manifest negative things in your life, whether it's a disease or whatever problems, when you're really in that place. Not that you can't, but I've just noticed that people that have that energy and that focus that energy is coming through you. And so you get blessed at the same time. So I became an interfaith minister probably in 1999. It's been a while. And that helped me legally do what I'm doing in terms of the counseling part of it, the spiritual counseling, which really is more coaching than anything else. And I was doing that one-on-one for a long time. Mm -hmm. And then in 2012, I had my own, I was going through kind of a dark night of the soul experience where I I had been living in a spiritual community and decided to leave that spiritual community and was kind of feeling lost. And even though I was still helping other people, I was feeling really disconnected and just really heartbroken because that was my dream. And I had to let it go for various reasons. And um, that's when I had this miraculous experience with the energy that I call Mother Mary. It's the energy of unconditional love where I was actually visited by her Um, And she asked to be part of the work I was doing. So I had just started going from the one-on-one to see if I could do a little bit bigger than that. Like, is there something I could do? And back then, this is 2012, it was called teleclasses back then. This is pre pre the Zoom days. And we just did everything on the phone. 
And she asked to be on my next call that I was doing where I was giving messages to people. So I went from doing the one-on-one to seeing if I could do it to maybe a group of eight people or something like that on the, on the phone. And I had done it previously with Archangel Raphael and I'm able to channel energy and I could do that. And I was like, wow, that was really fun. But when it was mother Mary, I was like, Oh no, (laughs) I was like, I had a lot of resistance to that. I was raised Catholic. I was like, no, no, no. I would have rather this been like the man from Mars. Like, I just was like, I didn't want to do this, but I was in such a place in my life. And I had been asking for help that when mother Mary came, I was like, all right, how can you say no to mother Mary? Let me, let me do this. Now I've come to since realize that what I call mother Mary is the energy of unconditional love. It's an energy that we all have access to. It's not specific to any person or any, any religion, but that's how she manifests for me. So I did the next call and people gave me such amazing feedback. And they said, I didn't even ask. I was just like, let me just do this. And I, I was able to do it and channel the messages and give people really helpful messages. And at the end, I said, does anybody have any questions? Or want to give me any feedback? And the first three people said, I don't know if you're wondering about this or not, but I just feel like I need to tell you that this is your purpose. This is what you're meant to do. Like, this was really amazing. And I was like, really? Wow. So then I just said, all right. And I went in and I just said, I'm just going to start sharing messages from Mother Mary. And what I've learned is that she loves helping people manifest their purpose. This is a big thing that she does. If you look at all of her apparitions, she asks us to pray, but she also asks us to create something, to do something, to make something. And I believe that that's why she keeps coming back on the planet and people keep having these apparitions because we're not done and she's not done helping us. And this is all about how can you really do it? So ever since then, I've really focused more on your purpose and because Mother Mary loves helping people with their purpose, especially creative people. And it's really given my work a different kind of a different turn of focus of who I'm here to help. And before I was kind of open to helping whoever wanted the help. Um, and now I'm much more specific and saying I love helping, especially women, creative women, entrepreneurs, people who are willing to um, be creative and, and take a risk and do something different. And having that access to that powerful divine feminine energy, it just makes things happen really, really fast. So along those lines, about a year after that happened in 2013, I had a group of people who loved what I was doing and loved Mother Mary. And I just created a, 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 a community and I called it back then the community of Mary and we did two calls a month where I would channel messages, um, but I was doing everything and I was sending out the, the recordings myself and they weren't stored anywhere. And, and every month was like, it was great. And then it was gone. Yeah. And if people wanted to leave the community, I had to process their thing myself and it was clunky, you know, it just was really clunky. And I, but I did that though, from 2013 uh, till I met you in <laughs> 2019. And by that time I had gone through a rebrand and my uh, my community was now going to be called Magnify Your Miracles. Mm-hmm. I really started to understand more about that. It wasn't really about Mother Mary, even though I love doing the community of Mary, it wasn't about her because it kind of felt a little more religious. This was really about helping people in their own lives have more miracles, which my definition of a miracle is Anytime you experience something that you didn't think was possible, 
And that could be from getting a parking space on a, on a crowded, busy day to millions of dollars. It could be anything, but it's like when you, when you start to go beyond what you think you can do to me, that's miraculous living. And I love that. And mother Mary's the great magnifier. So I love that word magnify because when you magnify something, as opposed to manifesting, manifesting is if it's not here, magnifying is taking something that's already here and making it even bigger. So I really believe that people and their miracles are already here. So I started my podcast, the magnify your miracles podcast and I wanted to transition the community. And I had looked and looked and looked and looked at all the different platforms that were out there. And you and I have talked about this. It's like, if you're a teacher, there's a lot of platforms. And if you want to have a community of people that connect, there are platforms. But I really wanted to somehow uh, bridge these two. And and I had some, they just didn't, you know, and people weren't really using them. So I just put it down until I talked to you and I was like, Natalie, can you help me do this? Because I want to have a place where, you know, people can unsubscribe. They can, they can come and go to make it easier and all, everything is there and it's beautiful and we have things on demand. And um, I just wanted to create a home for people. Cause a lot of the people that I serve are people who don't feel like they have a spiritual home. Even if they're entrepreneurs, they, they want to feel connected, but they don't feel like they're like the religion that they were brought up in fits them, or maybe they don't even have one. And I wanted to have that like as a home base for people. So that's kind of the long, short story of how I got here. Yeah. Love it. Love it. All right. So well, you answered some of the questions I was going to ask already, but um, I think w- one of the things, because I'm, I'm not seeing any resistance from you when you went from one-on-one to group, because I know it's it's a thing for people, for coaches to say, well, I can help people one-on-one, but a group setting is very different. I cannot give the same attention to individual people. So, but it doesn't seem like this was an, an issue for you. Like, or, or maybe you were wondering and you just like, well, let's do it and see what happens. So I'd love to hear like, yeah, if there were any doubts or, or anything like that. Well, for me, it wasn't instead of, I wasn't doing it instead of, I was doing it in addition. And so I, I was still working with people one-on-one. I still work with people one-on-one. And there is something about that that is special. There's a depth that happens, especially because I work with people over time. But what I was wanting to do back then was how can I start to work with people who maybe aren't ready for the one-on-one, yes. you know? And that was my original idea. But then the funny thing happened is... I mean, once you have your people and they love you. So I started doing just message circles. So when I work with people one-on-one, it's more of helping them go from here to here. It's achieving something, whatever it might be. Message circles are more like, here's the message for the month. It might be on a specific topic. It might be with a specific saint. Um, It makes you feel good, but it's not necessarily, I'm not following up with them and helping them implement it. It's just, here it is. So I thought, well, if I did this and I do these message circles or whatever I might be doing, this is a chance for people to be in my energy. It's a chance for them to get an experience of what it's like, feel the frequency of energy that I'm working with and get to know me, you know, and get to know me. Trust me. Well, what ended up happening is I had my private clients. And as soon as I would open up, like I would do these like a series of six of them. So once a month for six months, we'd all be getting messages from Archangel Michael or something like that. 
everybody that was working with me individually would end up signing up for my message programs. And I was like, that wasn't supposed to be happening. But when people love you, they love you. And they, all the people that loved working with me wanted more of what that was. And so that was really interesting for me to realize like, oh, the thing I thought that was going to lead people to working with me individually went the opposite direction of people working with me individually, wanted to keep working with me in in as many ways as possible. And that's one of the things that I learned about um, the whole membership model is when people love you and they, they love your work, they want to stay connected to you and having a way to do that. And I'm still tweaking, like, what's the right way to do that? Cause I'm more of an introvert myself. Um, so I didn't have resistance necessarily around doing that, but the part that I've still been on the fence about is, can I take what I'm doing one-on-one because the messages were different. Can I take what I do one-on-one and put that into a format where it could be one-to-many I'm not 100% sure if I could take people through that because it is so individualized. Mm -hmm. And I'm a little bit more of a coach and a channeler than a full-on teacher teacher. But but I have done things with people when I am working with people. Like I've I've created um, energy healing activation programs where people, you know, get in touch with the energy and start doing some healing for themselves. And what I've learned is that there are some things that people don't, it's actually better when it's not one-on-one. It's actually better when um, I'm not so focused on the individual and I'm kind of out of the way and what needs to come through can come through. But in order to do that, you have to have a lot of things in place for people that they can then get the resources that they need so that they don't really need you to hold their hand. So I think, I think it depends upon the business model as to whether it works for people or not. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you can't get the same experience one-on-one and in groups just because it's different here in the group. You benefit from the the collective energy, right? Exactly. And, it's really powerful. And it's, it, I mean, for you, especially for the work that you do, it's really powerful. I love what you said that, and, and that's actually, um, you know, when people wonder like, uh, should I add a membership to my to my business? And, and, and they feel like they really have to like make the, like guess, you know, where where does it fit within the business ecosystem, right? And that I think you created it because you wanted to create a community that was going to get ready to work with you one-on-one. And it turns out the people you are attracting is the people you want to work with one-on-one that want more in a different capacity, in a group setting, something that they cannot get just with you one-on-one. And just listening to that, listening to what your people are telling you, I think this is the key to success and to scaling because forcing something that is not, you know, what is happening is how you get tripped. And, and we ha- we see memberships that are not working. It's like, well, people are telling you what they want, right? That's the, I always say, you know, when you work with people one-on-one, if you listen to them and they tell you what is next, that's the easiest thing for you to build because you've already established the trust, right? And, yeah. and the relationship. So that doesn't mean there is not a place for another membership, but you have to meet them where they are emotionally to connect with that so that they can get ready for the one-on-one, right? So I love that you listen to that. Well, and, and I'll also say too, for people who are thinking about it, um, you always start with yourself, like what's going to work for me? Like, does it work for me? Because, you know, one of the things I'm always looking at is like, 
the time of day that I'm going to do something? Am I going to do it? You know, and I've been going back and forth for a while. Like, should I do it on the weekend or should I not? And, and I don't know if you have found this, but I have found sometimes when I ask people, they tell me, and it's not really the truth. It's like, it's almost like how they, they'd like it to be. So I look at their behavior, Natalie. I mm-hmm. look to see like, if, I'm like, okay, you guys, I'm going to start holding something on a weekend, you know, and they're like, oh, so glad. And then nobody shows up. Yeah. So don't just go by what they say, really have a way to observe, like, what are people's behavior? How are they consuming the content? Does it important for them to be live on a call? Are they happy? Not like, because sometimes people will say things because that's how they want to be, or they want to make you happy. And the truth is, it's not really fitting for them. And so I think it's important to really be flexible. You have to have enough of an idea to get going, but then pay attention. And then you can adjust as you go. Yeah, I I love this. I think that's, that is what people, you know, especially people that love you, anything that you pretty much do, they say, oh, that's amazing. That doesn't mean that it's necessarily for them. They don't even think that way. They don't think about them. How is that helping me? They just want to celebrate you for doing something amazing and, and wanting yep. to help people. So that's that's really, really important. I'm glad you said that. So, okay. So let's talk about um, your, um, so, so right now you're running group programs or is it just the membership? Like how do people get into your world right now? So I'm in transition right now. So I was doing these um, message groups for a long time, 10 years or so. And I just started to phase them out. Now I just have one. I have Mother Mary's inner circle that is more, um, it's six people. It's more in depth people. Cause I, I can do message circles with up to like 10 or 15 people. Um, So this one is the only one that I'm doing right now. And I'm looking at stepping into that teaching um, to give people more of like, how, how can they get messages for themselves? How can they connect with the divine themselves? All of that kind of thing. Cause that's what people are, are often asking for. So I'm just, so I had to phase out some things to do that, but I have my membership, which is the magnify your miracles membership. And we do two calls there. So one call is channeled messages and the other call is teaching people how to connect with what we call divine presence. And my wife, Deepa, is usually doing that one and leading a meditation and all of that. And then we have our um, Facebook group for people to connect kind of in between, which is okay. Um, And then, you know, all the recordings go up in the membership site. And we have some on-demand things in the membership site. What I'm looking at doing is expanding into being able to create some um, content that uh, other people that are not members can buy. So like meditations and stuff like that. But for right now, if you go to my website, um, you can work with me. You can set up a miracle meeting. If you're looking for the one-on-one, one-on-one is still the main thing that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Um, You can become a member in the membership. Anybody that works with me one-on-one automatically becomes a member of the membership. Um, And then you can just, listen to my podcast and you can find out about things that are upcoming in terms of uh, what I'm going to be teaching. So I'm still formulating what I'm going to be teaching, but my focus is really, again, helping women to connect more on, um, on their own and really stepping into, you know, it's what I call the priestess energy. It's like knowing that you can connect directly and you don't need any kind of intermediary. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So I'd love to ask you a bit about um, your marketing. 
Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I know it's always yeah. like a okay. question, like, um, how did you get your first members? Like when you got started, because when you go from one-on-one, very often we, we get people by word of mouth or other clients, and we don't have to do, I would say, lots of marketing, creating lots of content, building a list that is not really necessary. But when you start to go group or even membership, you have to start to look into that. So I'd love to hear like, how did you approach this? Because I know it's intimidating to some people. And and how did you get those first members? Well, um, way back uh, when I was first starting, um, I was doing these events with uh, channeling messages from Mother Mary. And I got the download of like, create this community. And so I just put out an email to my list at the time and I'm like, Hey, here's what I'm doing. Uh, and I think I was charging like, I don't know, $30 a month or something like that. And, and I had a core group of people and those people, most of them stayed. I mean, I still have people now who are from 2012, um, who love, you know, what I'm doing. So that, so I've done a lot of email marketing because I, I like writing and I, it's the one consistent thing I've done for the whole 25 plus years of, as I've always sent out something to people and let them know what's going on. So I do have people that have been with me for 20 plus years have been on my list. Um, so that's helped sending out things like that. Um, I would also do back then I would do like an event and then either a free event and then invite people to join it or do an event with mother Mary. And they say, if you'd like to do more of this, you can actually join, but Mm -hmm. I didn't do, honestly, I haven't done a great job with marketing um, my membership. My membership has gone, like I said, backwards where as people would work with me one-on-one, they automatically get the membership. And then when they're done with their work on me, a lot of them chose to stay in the membership. Some people have come and gone and that's fine. It's, that's what it's meant for. It's meant, it's not meant that you have to, you know, sign up for a year or something like that. It's fine that it's a month to month thing. Um, I'm working on my own mindset of like, how can I get over a certain number threshold? Because I noticed that my membership over the years has kind of stayed around this number. And there's something energetically that I'm like, not believing I can handle more than that. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely working with that part on the inside as well. And as you know, I haven't really had the support staff that I've needed to be able to handle people. And I think that's part of the mindset thing is like, if I had thousands of people and they were all asking me questions, it's like, that would be way, yeah, that would be way too much. So I think there's some subconscious resistance to that, but I will say that my podcast has been really helpful in general. So my podcast has been one of the best ways for me to be marketing because it's just me talking. People feel like they know me. They feel really connected to me. And so by the time they want to, you know, come and work with me, um, they're already knowing about my work and, and what it is. And so between writing and doing email marketing and then being doing my own podcast and really making my podcast work for me and talking about the things that work for me, those are the things that have worked the most and if I'm 100% honest, I haven't even really promoted my membership the way that it deserves or the because I have some things on the back end that I'm like, if this exploded, my life would explode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so 
I, I love everything that you shared. So let's uh, let's go back to a couple of things that I think are really important. The yeah. first thing that I love that you said is like you said, I didn't do much, but I did it consistently. Yep. That is the key, guys. Yep. The other thing that you said, and I did things that I like. I like writing, so I'm writing newsletters yep. to my list. And I'm doing the podcast. Yep. So you've got the consistency there. And if you're measuring, like if people, you know, if the podcast gets people on your list, you know, I don't know if you have yep. a way to measure if it's really working, then you're doing something that's consistent that's and that's working. And that's really the key. It's like you don't have to be forced into uh, do funny videos on TikTok or do anything like that. Like if, nope. if that's not your thing, right? Like, yeah. and, and I'm sure you follow your intuition with this where you're like, you know, there's like, I, I like to write. I'm just going to write to people. That's what I feel like doing. And then the podcast, I love it because we get to hear your voice. Right. And that's so much more powerful than just words. So now they got a words with the newsletter and they get your voice, you know, with the podcast, which is great to, for making connection. I think yeah. what's happening with the membership is that there is a disconnect between what you thought you were creating it for and what it's actually doing. Yep. Absolutely. And there is a lack of alignment in there. Yep. And that's why there is no energy that is being put there. And we, yeah. right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and um, as far as getting the support that you need, I think that those things, they come up when you're looking at what can possibly go wrong. You know, like the fear is basically the things that are in the future that haven't happened, that might never happen, but you right. think they're going to happen, right? Right, right. And um, instead of saying, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to create this community and it's going to work and we get to figure it out. I know I will get the download. The person will magically come and the VA will come and she will help me and everything will be fine, Right. So, and you know that like until you feel it's going to happen, it's really not going to happen because our, our story creates our reality, right? So, so that's why it hasn't been growing because this is not really where, as it is right now, where you want to put more attention because it's not what you really want it to, to be deep down. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think the mindset stuff is so key because you know, one of the things about a membership is that you're you're opening yourself up to more people. And these are people who, you know, I think it's so interesting that I have people work with me one-on-one -on -one and then they become part of the membership, which it seems it's backwards. But for the way that I'm wired, it makes a lot of sense because I love connecting. I love connecting with people. And when people have a connection with me, then they want to stay in the energy and they tend to not be like problem people because they want to work with me there, you know, but when people just kind of randomly join and I've had some people who, you know, they, they randomly join, they usually don't stay very long because of the way it's set up right now. And they can tend to be problem people because I don't have that connection. So I'm like, I think that on a subconscious level, I built it backwards in trying to take care of myself because I do have some fear around, Oh my God, if, what if something goes wrong? And then, you know, I'm very protective of um, my reputation. I want to make sure that I'm always taking really good care of people. And the technology piece of it is the part where I'm like, I don't know, you know, <laughs> like I want to make sure it's all working. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And somebody, somebody had a, you know, I think one, it was like a year ago where 
there was an update that was supposed to happen and I didn't go in and check it. And I don't think anybody went in to go check it and something funky happened and the person got really scared and she thought that her her credit card was going to be out on the internet. She just got really, really scared. Well, luckily I knew her a little bit and I was able to kind of tell her, but that spooked me. And I'm like, I want to make sure that my people are safe and that they're okay. And so this is really the thing for me is like you getting into that mindset of it's safe for you to have lots of people. Like it's going like you said, getting into the vision of it and be excited about it. And I haven't gotten there yet. I haven't really gotten to that place. And I really think it's because I still have some hesitation around having that support person. Like, are they going to be there? Are they really going to, you know, I have somebody, but very inconsistent, you know? So that's the piece that I'm going to work on with my coach of like, how can I let myself be supported as I'm supporting all these other people? Yeah, totally makes sense. So uh, let's talk a bit about your vision, like where where you see this going, like in the, I don't know how you say it in your um, in your world, but like uh, if you had the magic wand or if you, I don't know if you say that, but like, what would that look like? If you had all the support that you can get and things like ah. that, like what would you, wh- where do you see this new community that you're going to be building? You know, this is a great question. I'm so glad you're asking because I don't spend a lot of time thinking about it. I'm so in the day to day. And I would love to have, I mean, there's like quantity wise, like I'd love to have like a thousand people. That would be amazing. But I would also love people to be connecting with each other. And it's not just about me because I've been thinking about this, like long after I'm gone, I'm wanting there to be a body of work that's there that people can access. So to make it so that the member portal is not just here's the latest recording, but it's actually a resource for people. And it's maintained in such a way that people can find this information and it's available and they can have these experiences. And I would love people to connect with each other in these locales. That would be really, really great. And one of my dreams is to be able to do trips, to be able to go you know, to France and take people to Lourdes or to be able to go places and have these experiences. I would love to have that kind of community where people are really there for each other. And then from there, there's a training. That's what I'm looking at is like, we have this beautiful community and then the next level up would be a training. And for lack of a better word, it's like priestess training where people can become leaders, spiritual leaders of their own. And then they can be doing, you know, their own version of what, I I don't want to train people to to be me. I want to help them become themselves and do what they're doing so that the divine feminine energy is really stronger on the planet. So those are some of the things I'm thinking. And then for me personally, I want to, if I could have my membership, like a thousand people that would take care of everything. I could reduce the amount of one-on-one that I'm doing. And then I get to focus on what I love, which is the talking. I would love my podcast to be like, what I'm doing, writing books, creating. So that's really what I'm, that's the reason that I started it was I wanted to free up my energy so that I could be more creative. And I'm kind of stuck in the in-between right now. I can definitely see how a community where people would be able to support each other, like, you know, having circles and having like, even on different areas, you know, you know, there are also different areas that you touch. And I love this idea of having this level of, of training if you want to take this further, right? Now, in this type of membership, I can tell you that 
it is not uncommon that some of your members step up to the plate and come and become moderators and or community yep. manager and things like that, where you can take like a step back in the role, right? Yep. And just let it run on its own, you know, more yep. on its own, even they facilitate the calls, some, some of the calls and things like that. So that's really something that really can take, you know, really on its own where people support each other. You know, I, I, I see these um, working really, really well. So I, I think it's so important. I mean, you and I both know that, you know, when you belong to a group, something like you and I were in the same uh, coaching program, when you belong to something, I miss the community. I don't really miss like all the strategy and all that. I mean, I, I appreciate it. But what I miss is the people. I miss connecting with people, the like-minded people, being able to talk to your colleagues and all that. And that's what I'd like to be able to do is make it so that people want to create their own prayer group. They can. It's not dependent on me. So it's more of an empowering element that's wanting to come through. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 I think that's that is honestly going to be also a really nice uh place where you're going to be able to offer your retreats and things like that because you know as a member even they can have like a special yep special discount a special price or you do member only retreats right and these yep. people that are in the community you know they're going to be the first people that are going to raise their hand and say yeah I'm interested right and and even um, what I love, you know, I'm sure you've heard me say this before, but what I love about membership is when we get into co-creation. So they also tell you what they are looking for. And, um, you know, like, could you talk about this? Could you bring somebody, a guest around this? Or we'd love to learn about that. And when you do that, then you yeah. create this kind of like ownership where members are like, oh, I'm helping create this thing. You know, this is really exciting. And, and that's what makes people stay. You know, it's how you make them feel. You know, have this thing. I, um, I don't have it in front of me here, but on one of my many notes here, it says that people stay when they feel loved, validated, and seen, right? Yep. And um, and that's what communities do. Absolutely. And, and Absolutely. I think that the, the reason your clients are coming to the membership is because you are doing such a great job in your one-on-one -on -one that they want more. So when you're I good so. at one-on-one -on -one and you get people result and you don't give them something afterwards... You're kind of you're like robbing them almost. Of, you know, yeah, I, I think it's really true. You know, when you do one on one and you're successful, you, you've achieved that. And yet people want to be able to stay in your energy. And so I think like you and I have talked about having an alumni group, like an alumni membership for people or something where you meet with people once a month. And, you know, they don't need that intensity that they had with you. But knowing that they still have access to you, I think it makes a huge difference. And I think that's a great business model for a lot of people because then also maybe they do that for a year and then life changes. And then they're like, oh, I think I'm going to sign back up again and work with you again because they haven't lost touch with you. You've been there for them. You're helping them. So I love that idea of like some kind of alumni model or something like that yeah. for people that are doing one-on-one. -on -one. So many ways to do it. I mean, I would. one of the things, Natalie, that is so important is that there's no one way, you know? So when people look at memberships or whatever, don't think you have to do it the way I did it or the way that you did it or whatever. It's like, really think about what would you love? There's a way to put a membership around that. 
and it could be anything and you can make it really fun for you. You know, there's lots of ways to do it. Yeah, absolutely. I love that you said that because there is not one way, but there is like a way that is going to flow naturally. If you just exactly. keep doing the things that light you up, you know, making it feel easy and light and fun because yep. a membership is a long-term strategy. You know, when you were talking about alumni, this is what you created. Yeah. Kind of. It yep. is for alumni, right? Every coach that is doing a program, whether this is three months, six months, 12 months, can have a recurring membership, bring recurring income and continue to support people. It takes you to show up once a month and give them a place where they can maybe talk to each other and get still get access to your program, maybe something like that. Yep. And that's it, you know? So in terms of tech, it's really not that, at least to me, <laughs> that long, you know, and, when you drill it down, that's the thing. It sounds complicated. And then when we go, you know, I do this deep dive. I can't remember if we did one yeah. before we work. People are like, well, it's actually a lot simpler. Yes. Once we've cleared a lot of the things and then we simplify things. Yeah. Okay. I can see how um, that is not, you know, how that is doable. And that's the key. Staying within your zone of brilliance, which is something that you've done. Like you've never like. I'm looking, I'm going to look into the tech and, you know, save a few bucks and try to do it myself. That's no. not your thing. That <laughs> no, is... no, no, no. <laughs> exactly. But that's the key because that's how you get drained by, oh my gosh, do I really want to do this? Do I really want to do a membership? That sounds like a lot of work. Well, because you're doing work you're not supposed to do, right? Right, exactly. So not that you have to hire and pay a lot of money to do it. There are also tools. I mean, there are ways people do memberships through email. Yeah. So if you're like, yeah. I'm not running a membership because I don't have the money to hire somebody to build me a beautiful platform, this is an excuse. Yeah, it totally sorry, is. This is an excuse. You can pre-sell it. You know, I see a lot of people totally. selling and testing it. It is an experiment. We figure things out. We allow ourselves to change things, making sure that it still works for us. You know, it works for you. It's still aligned with what you want to do. And sometimes our, our goals, our visions change. You know, for me, they've changed. You know, when the kids grow and I have two out of the house already and one is 18 years old, but she's very independent. She still lives at, at home. Uh, priorities start to change. Your vision yep. for what's happening in five years are changing because they are not about how do I put them through college? How do I do this? This is all done. They have their job. They are like, they're on their own. They are doing just fine. Yeah. So it changes. And same thing for a membership. It has journeys, right? And people get that. Yeah. So there is nothing set in stone, you know, in terms of memberships. And um, and I love that you're going this, uh, this next step because connecting people like this, the way you want to do, um, I see more and more memberships, you know, adding communities after a while, this connection, because, you know, content alone is not rarely enough for people to, to get results. Absolutely. And, you know, people are craving connection right now. And especially since I work with women, mostly like we love connecting. It's, it's so important for our our well-being on so many levels. Mm -hmm. And like you said, there's something that happens in that group dynamic that is different, not necessarily better, but complementary to that one-on-one -on -one energy. And there's a group energy that can happen that is so powerful. Yeah. So if, and if you can get to create that 
while it leverages your time and your expertise, you know, and your expertise, you know, with the content you're going to put there that they can consume on their own 24 seven, but like also with your time, right? Then you can start doing a bit less one-on-one, be more selective with the people that you work with, just keep yep. your recurring clients and not taking any more. Cause I know you do a lot of, um, mm-hmm. uh, people come back to you regularly mm-hmm. and, and, and just basically do more of the things that you want to do. You know, I think that, um, that's what memberships can can bring to your business. So absolutely, absolutely love this. So, uh, can you share, Frances, where people can find out more about you? My sure. Yeah. you can um, you can go to my website, which is my name, Frances, spelled with an E, F R A N C E S, last name Faden, F is in Frank, A Y D E N, FrancesFaden.com. and uh, you can check out you know, all the different things that I'm offering there. If anybody is looking for, you know, you want to know more about your purpose, you want to know more about what's going on, you can um, schedule what I call a miracle meeting with me. It's a chance for us to connect and you can go to francisfaden.com forward slash gift, G-I-F-T, set up a little time to chat. And I would love to, you know, help anybody who's looking for a little help with their purpose. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show and, and sharing all of this. Thank you. And thank you for everything you're doing in the world, making memberships easy for people. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. Thank you.